0: Hey, thanks so much for being here. This is My City Church, and this is our podcast. We hope you are inspired to love God, love people, and lead in life. Enjoy the message. Come on. Men's Conference Sunday. Let me get this off real quick. Oh, that's so heavy. That was starting to weigh on my shoulders a little bit. Men's Conference Sunday. How are you guys excited to be in church this morning? Huh? I'm excited, it's our last day at Westside, and I'm uh, uh, looking forward to what God has for us over at Ralston. And uh, I know I this, that um, I, I felt like in, in March, when we got the news that we weren't gonna be here anymore, you know, I felt like, ah, oh, what are we gonna do? I gotta find something. And I really feel like God's saying, no, 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 you don't gotta find something. I'm releasing you, because I'm sending you. And that's what I believe that's gonna happen next week at Ralston. We're launching into our next sermon series, it's Gold Digger. It's gonna be a fantastic sermon all about finances and what are you chasing, chasing paper, chasing God. It's gonna be a fantastic sermon series, a great opportunity to invite your friends, invite people on social media, Facebook, Uh, send out some invites, share it, comment, like, subscribe. You can't subscribe to Facebook, so just, just like it, send a share, share it out, invite some people, you never know what's on the other side of just an invite to church. It could be someone's life changed with the click of a button. <laughs> we live in something, uh, a, such a simple time now. You could just click a button, invite someone to church, change your life forever. And that's what I'm believing for. That's what we're praying for. If we're praying for that would be a place where lost can come home. It'd be a light city on a hill for people to be come home, come home, and be saved. And uh, my voice is a little raspy today from all the shouting. Shouting. I'm excited to share the word of God with you guys today. How many of you guys were here last week? Last week, let me see your hands. Hey, this is... All right, all right put, them down, put them down. Stop, stop, stop. This is how we do it at men's conference. I say, how many of you guys are da-da-da, da-da-da? And if you're not this, everyone's supposed to raise their hands if they are this, because basically I say something you know, along the lines. Full participation is what I say. It's full participation. So if you weren't there, that's fine, but if you were there, hey, come on, shoot up your hand. Shoot up your hand if you were there. Hey, fantastic. If you were not here last week, you missed out. It was a fantastic, fantastic message. And uh, uh, you can find it on the podcast, but that's why it's important that you be in the house of God every week because God's building things. He's building things in your life. Uh, Joseph, or, uh, Joshua said, as for me and my house, we'll serve the Lord. You make a decision to go to church. It's not a convenience, it's a conviction. So you look at it. Is it. If you make the decision when you get up, if you're going to go to church you got to be able to have that conviction that before I even go to bed, I know I'm going to go to church. I'm going to be in the house of God because I never know what God has for me. And I hope that you know, like, hey, I'm here already. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad I'm here in the house of God. I hope that you're glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here. But uh, I, last week I talked about clean hearts. You remember, I wrote it down here, clean hearts, and then I pulled it on the back. We turned off the lights, and on, in glow-in-the-dark paint, you could see all the things hidden behind our heart. And I was able to show, like, hey, how, how do we clean our hearts? You know, it's, it's there, but we can't see it until the lights are off. But there's a thing about when the light shines on it, it makes it more prevalent so that we're more aware of it. And I said, you got to be able to have, everyone has hand sanitizer, but not everyone has heart sanitizer. So I grabbed some hand sanitizer and I wiped off the glow in the dark paint. And it says, little by little, God purifies us, he sanctifies us. So this, today though, I'm going to be talking about, last week I said, we're going to do a two-week series called Clean, heart, Clean Hearts and Hands." So last week was clean hearts. This week we're going to be talking about callous hands, and we're going to do our theme verse where we kind of capped everything off, and it's Romans 12.2. I don't know how, this is a fantastic verse, so I hope you have it memorized by now, but Romans 12.2 and it says this. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. That's what I'm hoping for every single person, that we're transformed by the renewing of our mind. And how we do that, how we do it, we get in God's word, we pray, we seek his face, we worship, we go to church, we get in a group, we serve on a team, we give of ourselves. By doing all of this, God starts to transform your mind. Because we all have different mindsets and neural pathways that we have developed over life that are majority given to us by the world. And it would behoove me to think that me being in church one day on a Sunday would completely transform everything that I've developed in my life, throughout my life. So it's one thing at a time. Precept upon precept, one step at a time. Okay, God, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna go to church. God, I'm gonna work on praying. I'm gonna talk to you in my car. I'm gonna worship you. I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I'm at church every week. I'm gonna make sure I'm in a group. I'm gonna make sure I'm around. When I say that in a group on a team, it's about a body of believers that support one another. At men's conference, we had this thing we called them brothers. And a brother, everyone has burdens that they have to carry. It's burdens that things that are that are that are following them, things that are hurting on them, weighing on them and they have a brother that they have to carry, and the only way they can take this burden off is a two-by-four with a rope on it is if their brother can carry it. Can I tell you that that's the importance of having a, a family in the body of Christ, that when you are weak, they can help be strong. When you fall on the ground, they can help pick you up. That's why it's important to be in a group. That's why it's important to be in the house of God, be on a team, because the devil goes after the isolated gazelle. The prowls around like a roaring lion looking who he can devour and it's usually the one that isolates itself but when you stay with the herd the devil can't get you he can't get you hey but with clean hands and our clean hearts and calloused hands I have two verses for you and one is out of Isaiah and the other one is out of James we have it Isaiah chapter I think it was 29 it says this these people come near me with their mouths and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. That's what we talked about last week, clean hearts. But this week we're gonna be talking about calloused hands and it's this, James 2, 14. What good is it, my brothers, if a man claims to have faith but has no deeds? So I'm gonna be talking to you about this topic, this thought, clean hearts and calloused hands. Clean hearts and calloused hands, let's pray. God, I thank you for your word, your word is true. Sharper than a double edged sword to divide bone and marrow. It's good for edifying. It is also good for rebuking. I thank you for your word that it is true. God, I, we fix our eyes on you today. God, we pray that you would reveal to our hearts, bring us closer to you, God, draw us unto you. I pray that you would open our eyes to see you, open our ears to hear you. God, we seek you today. Just right now, open up your hands. And men, you know what I'm talking about. Open up your hands and say it with boldness and conviction. Say, Lord, Lord speak, to me. speak to me. I'm listening. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen, amen. Come on, put your hands together for the word of God this morning. Understand that the Bible says that God gives you the desires of your heart, but what if those desires are bad? Does God give them to you? Could it be that sometimes we seek God out of a a, a false motivation that, well, if if the Bible says God will give me the desires of my heart, well, I want this, this, and this, so I'm gonna seek God so that I can have this, this, and this. Is that how that verse is interpreted or is it more along the lines of seek God and he will give you the right desires for your heart? He'll give you the right desires for your heart. And what I find is that though, if you have right desires in your heart but it doesn't line up with hands, you have a divided heart. And a divided heart doesn't receive anything from the Lord. We need to always seek that our hearts and our hands align with one another. That's what we have to do is we, we execute those desires in our heart with our hands. If we don't execute the desires in our heart, are they really desires in our heart? Because out of my actions flow what's in my heart. So does your heart and hands align? Do they align with each other? And what I found is that every relationship that we have within life within within we have we have two different principles sometimes so within hearts and hands Jesus says that he has come with, with full of grace and truth grace and truth and what I found is that every relationship has this element of grace and truth there's a level of hey it's okay hey that's not okay or, hey, hey shoot, shoot real with me, bro. Like, hey, shoot, shoot real with me and tell me the truth. Verse, hey, I know we all have our faults, so hey, you can shoot with me and I'll, I'll still forgive you. We're all cool, we're fine with that. What I find with that, within every grace, grace without truth, what happens with grace without truth leads to, fails to develop, and truth without grace fails to relate. Grace without truth fails to develop. Truth without grace fails to relate. And we can live in both these worlds at any given time. It's supposed to have both of them together, though. We have to have both of them together if we're gonna be effective. If we're gonna be able to help people, we gotta be able to relate to them, and we gotta love them enough to be able to develop them. Because if all I ever do is relate to someone, I never transform them. If all I ever do is put truth on them, they never receive it. So this is, how do we have this? What does it look like? What does it mean to have calloused hands? What does it mean to have calloused hands? I mean, who, who how many people we have that work out in here, you know. Oh, you know what it means to have calloused hands, right? <laughs> how many people we have that uh, work uh, blue-collar job in here. Oh, you know what it means to have calloused hands. You know what it means. I mean, white-collar job, you could still have calloused hands a white-collar job, right? I mean, I used to have calloused hands. I did. I used to have calloused hands. I worked for construction for 15 years. And uh, you know when, it's like you have okay calloused hands and then you got really callous hands where they actually start to hurt. And uh, my wife took notice of this one time and, and she says, man, your hands are just so rough. You know, you rub her shoulder, you rub her arm or rub her leg. And she's like, your hands are just so rough. And I was like, well, what do you want me to do? You want me to not rub you anymore? You want me to, I'm trying to love you. And she said, no, 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 no. You know what you should do is I got this special lotion and I got these gloves. I want you to put this lotion on and you wear these gloves while you sleep. And so we did this, we put the lotion on my hand and I had these gloves while I sleep and they're like mittens that you have. I was like, babe, we just had like, I think two kids at that time and what we would do with, with the kids to keep them from scratching themselves is we'd put things on their hands to keep them from scratching I said, are you turning me into one of them? I think I did it for like Two nights. That was too nice, and I was like, "I, I ain't doing this anymore." But I used to have calloused hands, and what I found out is that now that I'm now that I'm doing uh, this church majority of my time is that my hands are soft, and it's frustrating. <laughs> it's frustrating because you don't really realize how well it helps to have calloused hands. Because I go through life and I, like I'll still work construction here and there, and every every once in a while, and uh, what I used to be able to do, I can't do. I never thought it would be like that. So I go and I pick up glass and I find I get cut really easily. Before I used to be able to just walk up bare hand glass. Some of you all freak out. It's like, oh, it's glass, it's sharp. I go, it ain't sharp. Well, it is sharp, my hands have just, are calloused. My hands are rough, so it enables me to touch sharp things. It enables me to touch stuff that could potentially hurt me, but I can actually reach and I can grab it. But what I found also is that since I haven't been picking up stuff normally, atrophy has set in within my grip. And I actually had this happen to me a few months ago. I uh, I go to my wife. I go, Kelly, I can't open this. Can you open it for me? <laughs> and she looks at me. She's like, Babe, I don't know if I like this. <laughs> I don't know what it was. It was like a. It was maybe a protein shake bottle or something like that. In my defense, it had oil on it. It had that, that cultrified butter that you put in your bulletproof shake. That was in my defense, that's what it had. Did she get it open? She did open it, yeah. And like every response, you always say, I loosened it up for you. What I found is that callous hands give you resistant to damage, resistant to blistering. There's two different types of calluses that you can get there's one that develops over time and then there's one that happens instantaneously. So if you haven't worked out and you have soft hands, and I just keep picking this up and I'm just lifting this for 500 reps in one day and I just keep doing these curls, what's gonna happen to my hands, huh? I'm gonna get a blister, right? Blisters ain't fun, right? You get blisters if you you do too much too soon You start to get a blister. Blisters then can get infected. Over time, they can turn into callus, but what develops a callus? Consistent, working. All right, hey, okay, that's enough for today. I'm gonna put it down. All right, I'm gonna let my hands heal without mittens. (laughs) Let my hands heal. Let them start to, okay, hey, going back at it another day. Okay, you know what, my hands are good. You know what, yeah, because I'm taking care of myself, I'm taking care of my hands, you know, I'm not doing too much, so I'm gonna lift some more. I'm gonna lift some more, you know, just like that. But what I found is that we can live in two very opposite ends of the spectrum is where we focus way too much on making sure our hands are clean and soft and our hearts are clean. But then we can live on the other end of the spectrum where we're just always going, 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 and then our hearts, we got calloused hands and then we got calloused hearts. And so we can be, we can be on two opposite. And what I'm saying is that God has for both aligned. Yeah. Clean hearts and callous hands. And we find, and I got my Bible right here. Open up your Bibles to James chapter two. Who brought your Bible to church today? Awesome. Lift it up in the air. Yeah, everyone's like, lift it up in the air like you just don't care. Wave it up. If it's on your phone, that's okay. Open up to James chapter two. That was our verse four. James, 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 James. James is towards the end of your Bible. After Hebrews, but before Peter. There we go. (laughs) James chapter two, verse 14. I'll have it marked for the next service. Verse 14, it says, "'What good is it, my brothers, "'if a man claims to have faith but has no deeds? "'Can such faith save him? "'Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes "'and daily food. "'If one of you says to him, "'Go, I wish you well. "'Keep warm and well-fed.'" does nothing about his physical needs. What good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. I can't remember if I stopped on verse 18. But someone will say, you have faith. I have faith. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by what I do. You believe that there is one God. Good. Even the demons believe that and shudder. And what he's saying is that, what he's saying thats that, is that Belief, if not lined with action, yeah. he, kinda, he, he equates it to a demon. Wow. So you believe, this is the Bible, this isn't wow. me. Wow. Yeah. He That's says, so, so you believe and you fall and you believe all this, but you have no action to show your, your belief. Even the demons believe that and shudder, but we just read like, these people honor me with their lips and what they do and everything that they say, but their hearts are far from me. Wow. These both go hand in hand. And what I find is that we can live in those two different realms where we focus too much on clean hearts that we're not willing to get calloused hands. And what I've seen happen is church in church is that we have we have clean hands and calloused hearts. We're not willing to get dirty with something. We're not willing to do something. Oh, well, you want me to do something within that? You want me, we have our I Am Solution, I Am The Solution, I Love My city. August 28th. You can get registered right now. Why wait? You, we wanna serve this city. We wanna make an impact in this city. We wanna serve the people of this city. You can get involved right now. There's plenty of opportunities for you to get calloused hands. There's plenty of opportunities for you to do that. Well, I just, I love Jesus, I, I love Jesus too. I love Jesus too, but I will show you my faith by my works. Can such faith save him? Even the demons do that. But do your actions line up with what you say? That's what James is talking about. Clean hands and calloused hearts. Clean hands and calloused hearts. Understand today that that God is our pursuit, but people are our purpose. God is our pursuit, people are our purpose. If it was all about God, man, he would have struck you dead the moment you said, in Jesus' name, I give you my heart, amen, and bam, on the ground. Just like that. If that was the plan. But it wasn't. And the Bible says that I I have prepared good works for you to do before. I have prepared you for good works. God saved you not just for you but so that you can be a light to other people. Well, what does that look like? Be a light to other people. Well, what I find is that if I have just a clean heart and and I have clean hands, I have clean hands, or uh, let's say soft hands would be a better one. I have soft hands. Every time I go to help someone, you know, I'm gonna get cut. Or if I try to help and do too much too soon, I try to, I get a blister. So it's consistency over time. Produces a harvest. I'm going to keep on working on people. But I understand that people's propensity to hurt me, does that cause me to give up on them? I will not give up on them when, when, when I'm serving and I, there's a propensity to, to, to get tired. Okay. I'm not just going to do it all. I can't do this all. I can't do, th- I can't do every single thing here in this church. This church is not about me. It's about Jesus. But I understand that this church is not built off the gifts of a few, but on the sacrifices of many. Everything that you see happen within this is done by a core group of people, our team my city, our city changers in this church that make Sunday happen. They make Sunday happen, but we can have two different spectrums of that where all I ever do is is do stuff, do stuff, do stuff, do stuff, and I don't have a clean heart or All I ever do is just focus on, hey, feed me, feed me, feed me, feed me, feed me, feed me. No, I don't have to, I don't want to do that. Well, I'll show you my faith by what I do. Because if Jesus transformed my life, I want to be able to open up the door for other people to transform my life. This church is built not off the gifts of a few, but the sacrifices of many. And what I've seen is there were people that tore down last night over in North Platte, Nebraska, got back at 10.30 at night, woke up at 4 in the morning to set all this up to set all that up, to get all that set up. And for that, I first wanna say thank you. Everyone that pours out each and every week. But not just that, I understand that there are some limitations with people. There are some. I understand busy work. I understand 60 hours a week. I understand working out in the hot sun, the hot cold. I understand all of that. I understand, hey, I got five kids. I got 10 kids. I mean, good for you. I mean, no, seriously, though, I mean, uh, like, like arrows in a quiver are many, many sons that are, are to a father. I think it goes something like that. It's like arrows in a quiver for God to release. So good for you, but I understand that. What I'm saying is that do not get so focused on this. You, ha- you can do something. You can do something. You can do something, not just for the sake of doing something, but for the people that it affects. Because you understand that everything I do affects someone else. And if you have the idea that it's not just about what we're doing out there in the kids' ministry or what we're doing in the hallway with connections or coffee or in the parking. It's not about what we're doing. We know that it affects people. Because people are our purpose. People are our purpose. People are our passion. People are worth our pain. People are worth our time. People are worth our money. People are worth our sacrifice. God is about people, are you? God is about people. If it was all about God, God would be like, me, 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 me. You know, for he loved the world that he gave of himself to the world. God is about people, are you? But what I find is that we look for ways to get around God and to justify our behavior, and I know this because I do it. I do it every time. Uh, You go and you drive on the, you're driving on the street and you see a panhandler. And God says, give him 20 bucks. You're like, God, if I give him 20 bucks, he's just going to blow it on some alcohol. Or he's just, he's not using it. He, He needs to get to work. He needs, he needs to get a job. How about he gets a job and I'll pay him to do the job? Those are valid statements, valid possibilities. You don't know. But what did God tell you? Does it matter? What did God tell you? Yeah. So I give this money to this guy. It wasn't 20 bucks, it was a lot more than that. That's <laughs> why so I don't carry cash in my wallet anymore. God gets me to give it to people. <laughs> ha, gotcha! <laughs> and God just says to me, you know you have a check in your wallet. <laughs> oh, I like, Oh no, I don't know if I wanna cross that bridge. God, I wanna be faithful with what you asked me to do. Yeah. You know. I was going to get some uh, Red Bulls before, on Wednesday before we left to a, a men's conference, and because uh, we went up a day early, and I saw the guy in the gas station uh, getting one of those hot dogs. I had given him money a few weeks back, and uh, I didn't see him buying any alcohol. He could have bought it at the gas station. He could have bought it there, but he's just buying food. But who, is, who am I to think and try to presuppose what God is trying to do with the works of my hands? So I, I try to get around God. And I try to just well God I, I can't serve there or I can't do this. I can't I can't do anything with within the church because you know I got all this stuff going on. What I'm saying is you don't have to do everything. We can't all do everything, but we can all do something. We can all do something. We can all do something to get our callous hands. And what I find is as we get callous hands, it gives us grip. Because grip is important. Grip is vital to this walk with God. And what we do is we go around and we just complain about the world. Oh, can you believe I got clean hearts over here? Can you believe of the world? All the calloused hearts and all the, all the people. You don't even realize you have a callous heart in your heart. You know, can you believe all these bad things that people are having? What are we gonna do? God, when are you gonna come back? Can't wait, you know. Uh, what's that that song that uh I can't remember that song. I used to make fun of it. That's probably bad for me, I made fun of the song. It's, uh, it's something like, I can't wait to get to heaven. I was adding my own lyrics, like, screw the people, screw the earth, heaven is my, you know. I don't know. A little room in the mind. Because <laughs> you know, it, we can get so caught up, God, God will take me when he wants to take me. But he's asking me, what are you doing right now with what I've given you? Are you just gonna complain about the world, or are you gonna do something about it? Why do I have you here? Why do I have you here? Now, it's important to have good inflow, to have good, healthy inflow, but where's your outflow? Or are you just gonna be a swamp? Because water that just gets all inflow, but no outflow turns into a swamp. It gets all uh, nasty, but if it has a constant flow, it turns into a streams of living water. What we do is we just sit here and complain about the world, but understand that we are called to be the difference that we wanna see in the world. We are called to be the difference we want to see in the world. Jesus was different. He was different. And what we have is we can sit over here, you know, we can, let me see, we can, we can do some of this stuff here. We got dodgeballs here. This'll work. So what we do is, we live here and we do this. Ah, look at them. <laughs> there was a big open spot, so I threw it there. So I'm sorry if I scared you. I think that's Linda there. Sorry about that. If I scared you, Rhonda and Mike and Linda. <laughs> Men's conference preparing you and we just we just go around and we start throwing stuff. Ugh. Oh, I got a problem with this world, man. This world's all messed up. You know what? So I'm just gonna start throwing these balls at people and be like, oh <laughs> I caught that one. And throw it back? You and throw it back. Careful, you mess with the bull, you gotta deal with the horns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you go around here and you throw them at people. You know, <laughs> so you grab these bulls, you grab, you grab these balls, and you just start, I, I'm scared because I don't know who can catch, <laughs> but the world doesn't know how to catch, so we just, oh, I took a lot of gas off that one, you beat me there, careful, you're next. So we grab these balls and we just start throwing them at people, we're throwing at them left and right. Unbelievable that they do this. And the world's like, I don't want to be a part of that, I don't want to be a part of that, you pegging me, I don't want to be a part of that, why would they want to be a part of that? But we go around and we start pegging people with these balls, I was going to keep throwing them at people but I don't know if you guys want any more, we'll see. So, so, or we do something like this. Pastor Casey and Caleb, come up here. Come up here. Hurry, put your hands together for them real quick. So, you're right there. You got clean hearts, callous hearts, actually. And here I am. I'm just a guy. I'm trying to get to God. And I'm like, hey, I want to get to God. But just be careful of this, mic. But, but God's people are in the way. And, and, well, you got to get this right well, I, I can't get that right until I get to God So I'm I'm just trying to get to God. I just I, I'm hungry. I just can't well You got to dress this way. You got to eat this certain way Well, you got to think this certain way, but well, I just want God and I can't get him. I don't want to do this anymore. I Don't want to do this anymore So put those down so we're still done. We're not done yet And I got a rope What I found is that I'm holding on to things in my life that I don't know if I want to hold on to. But we can be on this end. With soft hands, which give us no grip. you imagine if this was two guys with soft hands, same built, same everything, who's going to win? With the guys with callous hands or the guys with soft hands? Callous hands are going to win. But what we find is that people with soft hands, I mean, they they got this rope and they... And they pull them, and they pull them, and they pull them. But now, wait, 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 all right, we're done, we're done. We're done. All right, just wait, just wait, just wait. All right, now you guys come over here, come over here. But if we have a bunch of people with clean hearts, callous hands, we can grab this rope. Now, I want you guys to really fight me, All right. <laughs> Seriously, just be careful, don't fall off. Okay, just wait. Yeah, just don't step on that. All right. Thank you, Pastor Adam. <laughs> so, so pull me, yeah, because that's gonna affect worship at the end, good job. <laughs> so really pull me, so we're here with clean hearts, right? Clean hearts, we got good hearts, we ain't got callous hands, and I'm just one. I'm just one person. Trying to do it. Trying to reach the world. But I'm outnumbered. I'm outnumbered and I, I'm, I'm trying to pull the world up but I find that the world is pulling me. The world is pulling me and I can't, I, I'm holding on to them but they're just, before I know it, I'm over here. I'm over here. Because I'm trying to reach the world. But I can't. But. I'm gonna ask some friends to come up. Matt, get up here. Blake, get up here. Cantrell, get up here. Daniel, get up here. Get up here. Keith, Keith, get up here. Get up here. But I got, I got people on my side. I've surrounded myself with a group of people, and, and we got, we got help. And so, on the count of three, we're gonna pull because we're trying to reach this world. We got callous hands, we got grip, we got strength. In Jesus' name, amen, let's pull. Let's go. And let's pull. Let's, go. let's pull. Let's pull. All right, we ran out of room, so we had to stop. Yeah. <laughs> so because, you guys can step off now, we're done. <laughs> we can welcome the worship team up and, and get everything uh, as we close. We can all stand to our feet. Does that make sense? There comes a point where you gotta be able to do stuff so that you can get grip. You gotta be you gotta be finding a place where your outflow is and you're serving. Because that gives you grip to love people. If you're never serving and you're just so focused on just your clean heart, you miss the callous hands. But you don't realize that the callous hands is giving you the grip that you need. To hold on to people. It gives you the grip that you need to hold on to the people that you're called to reach. Have you given up on people that God put on your heart? Chasing the one that you wrote back in February? God works on people. He's asking you to also work on them. From the moment they were born, he was working on their heart. Now he's looking for some hands. Yeah. Hey, who can be Jesus with skin on? Yeah. You know what Jesus said? He sat down with people. Yeah. The world, the church, they can get so easy to judge. They look at John the Baptist and they say, hey, yeah, here's a guy who doesn't eat or drink or do anything. And they say he has a demon. And then here Jesus says, well, he's just hanging out with the sinners. He's a, he's a drunk and a glutton. Because we can be so quick to judge people that we miss that God's actually working through a lot of people right now. God's working through you. I don't care where you come from, how far you've been from God, if you're, if you're coming to church for the first time in months, it don't matter. We all need God. We all need God. And I wanna say as this church, as we go into Ralston, God gave me those two words, clean hands and calloused hearts. Our clean hearts, yeah, not that. God didn't give me that. That's what he said, we don't want. He said, we need clean hearts and hands. Clean hearts and hands. People that seek me, and people that are pulling people in. People that are willing to get in the trenches and get dirty. People that are willing to put, into the, put in the work. I wouldn't have been able to pull them if one, I never picked up the rope. and I wouldn't have been able to pull them if I didn't have people alongside me. That's why this church is so important. It surrounds you with people that enables you to reach the world. And this is what I know, 1 Peter chapter 4.10 says this and we're closing with this. It says, each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others. As faithful stewards of God's grace in various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength that God provides, so that in all things, God may be praised through Jesus Christ. What are you doing to get callous hands so that you can hold on to people? We are called to go into the world not be of the world, but to pull the world. And that's what I'm looking for as we go into Ralston. I need you to ask your question, your heart. What can I do to reach this city? What can I do to serve the people? There's many different avenues. There's many different avenues. And as one body, as one church, we will always know that this church is not built off a person that has a mic, but the strength of the people. Us coming together as the body of Christ, creates a body for God to reach, for God to grab, hold on, and for God to fall. That's what we're called to do in this church. Thank you so much for listening today, and we want to give a special thank you to those that give so generously to My City Church. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you would like to give today, please hit the link in the description or go to our website at mycitychurch.cc forward slash give. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, please hit the subscribe button and share it on all of your social media. We love you so much. We'll see you next week. God bless.